0: guys uh, thank you for tuning in to a live version of uh, straight out of Fresno podcast episode 7 I'm gonna give a couple minutes let a few more people come in and in the meantime I'm gonna share this over to my personal Facebook page uh, while you guys are waiting while you guys are waiting uh, make sure to share this episode um, tag people um, I appreciate all your guys's comments and feedback as well uh, I want this to be an interactive thing um, I originally recorded this episode. And honestly, I just didn't like the way that it came out without any interaction with guests or anything like that. So I definitely appreciate you guys, you know, commenting and letting me know what you guys think about this issue. Uh, It's one that's, you know, pretty near and dear to my heart and also kind of in tune with the current events right now. So if you guys know me, you know, I'm an avid sports fan, Um, live and breathe basketball, especially, but still tune into, you know, the NFL to Major League Baseball as well, Um, given what's going on in the world right now. Obviously, we know, uh, you know, George Floyd's, you know, murder uh, back in, I believe it was Memorial Day weekend and the uh, uprising that's, you know, kind of gone on around the world since then. Um, we didn't get re- really see the immediate impact in sports because sports were kind of gone due to COVID. So there's just a lot going on in the world right now. Uh, but sports are now, you know, back for the most part, uh, especially with the NBA being the first league to come back and Major League Baseball following them shortly after. So it was their first opportunity to really have a chance to respond as, you know, an organization or as a business to, you know, the social unrest that's been going on um, over, over recent time. So for me, especially, um, I pay pretty close attention to the ways that these organizations and the athletes have been able to um, ultimately show their support or, you know, find different ways to get creative and show their, show their support. Um, If you've been following the NBA, kind of the most, Common ways have been uh, them kneeling during the national anthem. Um, and then also the NBA allowed them to wear, I believe it was 29 different generic messages that they could have on the back of their jerseys. So whether that was this Black Lives Matter, uh, how many more, uh, say their names, things along those lines, um, that has been what, you know, the NBA has been doing for the most part. Uh, the athletes have kind of done their own individual things, but there's only so much that they can do inside the bubble as well. And of course, the NBA is kind of trying to keep a control on the whole thing. So the first thing I want to talk about is, you know, the NBA are the NBA actions um, and how they've responded to the issue of social unrest. Um, I do applaud the NBA. I feel like the NBA is kind of ahead of the curve in terms of sports leagues. They're very progressive. Uh, They listen to their players. They don't necessarily tell the players, you know, you respond to us, you know, because we're the owners or whatever. The NBA actually allows them to, you know, have their own voices and, and, and embraces their individuality. So. I do applaud the NBA for for doing that. Um, I know initially it's kind of the details were coming out before the season restarted, uh, like the messages on the back of the jerseys. For me personally, I didn't put too much into that. Um, I do think that the messages on the jerseys doesn't really do that much. Uh, If you have a jersey that says Black Lives Matter, I mean, great. You know, you're, I guess in a way you're raising awareness, but at the same time, you know, we've been raising awareness throughout this whole time. And I think we have a lot of people that are, kind of on this side now and kind of open their eyes to what's going on around the world, particularly in the U.S. Um, So for me, I think that next step kind of is action. And the message itself doesn't really do that much. Um, You could easily avoid, you know, avoid looking at that message. Uh, It's not like the jerseys are always, the back of the jerseys are always shown. So it's not like you get that constant reminder all the time. It just kind of pops up here and there. But for the most part, you're focusing on the game already. So it kind of goes out the window a little bit. Um, I know the NBA has also painted Black Lives Matter, I believe, on every hardware court. So you see that message as the players are going, you know, back and forth and back and forth. So, I mean, that that's cool. Um, but again, I don't put too much into that. Um, I do wish that the NBA would have allowed the players a little more liberty, I guess, as far as the messages and stuff go, because uh, I believe it was pretty much 29 generic messages. And I know some players, such as LeBron, decided, you know, I'm not going to put anything on the back of my jersey. The message that I wanted to put on there, I can't put on there. So um, I wish they would have allowed the players just kind of take the lead and the NBA just mostly follow their lead. Um, I would have kind of liked to see that a little more. Um, organizations and kind of these big businesses, you see everyone saying all of a sudden Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, whether they've always believed that, you know, that or not, um, it's good business to say that right now. Um, So I think, you know, kind of just empower the players to, you know, do what they do. And by empowering them to do that, it's going to look good on the league as opposed to the league trying to, you know, make their own statements and things like that. So that's probably the only issue I take with the NBA action so far. Uh, Kneeling for the national anthem is not as taboo anymore. There are people obviously that are, you know, still in uh, not in support of it and, you know, strongly against it. But then you are finding more people that. Even if they wouldn't personally do it, they're fine with the players doing it now. Um, They understand where where the sentiment is coming from. I think a lot of people are realizing it's not about the flag anymore. It's not about the veterans, anything like that. So I think people are starting to understand that a little bit. Um, So I have no issue with that. I do want to talk about one of the most recent developments. Uh, There is a player in the NBA. His name is Jonathan Isaac. Uh, He's a forward, plays for the Orlando Magic. He actually elected to stand during the National Anthem. Uh, and on top of that, he didn't chose not to wear the Black Lives Matter shirt that everyone is wearing, uh, you know, as a warm up shirt. Um, and I was fine with it. I didn't was one of those people that was outraged when I heard that he stood. Uh, he is a black man. Uh, for those of you that don't know, um, I didn't take much issue with it. I kind of only had an issue once he started to speak about why he didn't stand for the anthem and or why he's decided to decided to stand for the anthem and, you know, didn't really participate in a lot of the actions that they're, that they're doing league-wide. Uh, ultimately, his reason, and you guys can check this out as well, it's pretty pretty much all over the place. Uh, his reasoning was he didn't think that, um, you know, wearing a Black Lives Matter T-shirt, kneeling for the anthem, goes hand-in-hand hand with supporting Black Lives. He did start a statement by saying, yes, I do believe that Black Lives Matter. Um, where I kind of differ with him a little bit is he ultimately got to the point where he said, you know, for me... Uh, in times like this, I follow the gospel and that's completely fine. You know, for those that are, you know, heavy in their religion, obviously no, no shame in that whatsoever. Um, you know, I expect you to kind of back your religion and follow within, you know, those routes. But part of my issue that I took with it is the fact that he didn't really, um, he didn't really talk about any action beyond that uh, yes, you know, God can put something on your heart and you can kind of follow God's path. But at the same time, God does bring us to action to, you know, receive our blessings as well. So he didn't really talk about any of the ways that, you know, which, you know, God would move him in these situations to, you know, create change and promote change and things like that. So he didn't owe us an explanation, but as he did start explaining, it just didn't really make sense. Um, so for me, you know, I, I kind of just couldn't really agree with him. I understood where he was coming from, uh, but he just was almost better off not saying anything and just making his decision. Um, The irony of the whole situation is that, you know, a day after or a game after, you know, deciding not to kneel, the next game he tore his ACL. Um, So a lot of people are, you know, kind of going in on him and he's the butt of a lot of jokes right now, uh, which I don't think is, you know, funny, but it is just very, you know, ironic given the situation. Uh, I do hope for, you know, speedy recovery for him. Um, But a lot of people, a lot of kind of the all lives matter, you know, background and stuff, those are the main people commenting on message boards, you know, whether it's on ESPN or, um, you know, Bleacher Report, sports pages like that. A lot of people are in strong support of him taking this route. And I think a lot of people are kind of misinterpreting his message. Uh, He wasn't saying, you know, hey, all lives matter. Uh, He wasn't saying, you know, Uh, it's disrespectful to, you know, Neil for the, uh, during the national anthem, things like that. So he wasn't really getting to that overall message, but I think a lot of people kind of took what he did and ran with it. Uh, He's allowed to kind of be the, the token, you know, as a black man and say, Oh, well, look, one of them, one of him is, you know, one of you guys is on our side. So uh, they've kind of run with it. And just to show how people have run with it, uh, mind you, he's not, he's not a very well-known player. He's not even a top, you know, 25 player in the NBA, probably not even top 50. Um, but now his Jersey is the second highest selling Jersey in the NBA. He's sold more jerseys over this time. And then I think the only person ahead of him is LeBron. So the fact that he's, you know, outsold every other player in the NBA, you know, a lot of players that are so much better than him, he's kind of become the poster child for, I guess you can say the resistance for lack of a better phrase. Um, so I do find that interesting and kind of how that whole dynamic worked. Um, But I think a lot of people have kind of taken it just as a a lazy way to, you know, show that, hey, there's a black person supporting, you know, the All Lives Matter movement. So, um, yeah, it's a it's a weird situation. Um, But at the same time, if he doesn't want to, you know, uh, kneel for the anthem, that's completely fine. You know, I don't expect people to vilify him. Um, I'm a big Spurs fan. Our head coach and one of the assistant coaches stood for the anthem. But our head coach, Greg or the head coach, not our head coach, uh, the head coach, Greg Popovich has always been, you know, very active on social issues, and he's spoken up and things like that. So you know where his heart is already. So the fact that he's standing for the anthem, he's a former veteran, I believe he was in, or he is a veteran, I believe he was in the Air Force for, you know, a long time. Um, so, I mean, I completely, you know, understand his, his desire to stand for the flag, for the national anthem if he wants to. That's completely fine. Um, let's move on to Major League Baseball. Uh, Major League Baseball is one I haven't been able to pay as close attention to. I've kind of just been more so looking at the headlines here and there. Um, I know the main ritual that Major League Baseball did was that ultimately both teams would kind of uh, kneel before the anthem was played just in a sign of unity um, and support, you know, at that given time. Uh, There was a player from the San Francisco Giants that decided not to, uh, you know, participate even in that section. So nothing like kneeling for the anthem or anything like that. Uh, but he decided not to participate in that, you know, unity session uh, in in the beginning of it. Um, his reasoning for it, when asked, was uh, similar to Jonathan Isaac from the NBA. He talked about his faith, and you know, he talked about him being a Christian and things like that, and therefore he, you know, didn't feel it was right to do it. Then he also talked about how Black Lives Matter, the organization, uh, he said, doesn't fall in line with his, you know, values as a Christian. Uh, he talked about how. You know they have marxist values and stuff like that um and two two things i guess you can say on that um one is you know not a lot of people yes you know it was ultimately black lives matter the organization that started the hashtag and started the trend back in 2013 uh, after the acquittal of george zimmerman uh, who killed trayvon martin um But it had already the movement and the hashtag itself that mantra had already taken had already made its own legs and everyone was running with it. So when people say Black Lives Matter, not everyone is actually supporting the organization. A lot of people don't even know the organization's you know values and demands and things and things of that sort. Um, But again, it's kind of another lazy argument just to say, well, hey, I did some research. I looked up Black Lives Matter, and this is what they said, and I don't agree with it. Therefore you know, all you guys are, you know, being ignorant, and this is what you guys are chanting, and this is what you guys are calling, um, so just kind of another lazy argument, but then again, you know, leaning, leaning on faith, um, is always a touchy situation, because no one's really going to, you know, no one's going to knock you on, you know, speaking on your faith, and believing in your faith, we all have our own belief systems, um, you know, based on religion, so that's completely fine, no one's going to drag anyone through the mud for it, um, However, the fact that, you know, you kind of are, you are leaning on a religion, but at the same time, you know, it's a, it's a situation kind of picking things out from the Bible, picking things that kind of fit your narrative in that situation, as opposed to sticking to what the Bible says. It's always a matter of picking one scripture here, but you find one scripture that says another thing that kind of counters what you said. Um, So you kind of see a lot of that going on. It was unfortunate to kind of see, I believe his name was Sam Coonrod is a pitcher for the, for the San Francisco Giants. It was kind of disappointing to see him go that route, especially when, you know, major league baseball, baseball was already being, you know, quote unquote, respectful by uh, making this sign of unity, you know, happen before the national anthem, not to force anyone to, you know, feel like they need to kneel for the anthem. Uh, But the fact he didn't want to participate at all is a little disappointing especially in, you know, team sports. Sure, you want everyone to be individuals, but at the same time, when you're on the court, you're talking about, you know, unity. You know, you have your uh, 12 brothers, you know, with you ultimately on a basketball court. You have your 25 brothers with you, you know, on a baseball field. So kind of the kind of the same thing applies there. Um, so I do appreciate kind of the, the route that uh, a lot of these sports organizations are going. Um, I appreciate the players that are speaking out about it. Uh, going back to the NBA, even during their press conferences, the uh, NBA players, some of them have even said, you know what, just so you know, I'm not really answering any questions. I'm just going to tell you, you know, ultimately, you know, Breonna Taylor's murders are still out there and we demand justice for Breonna Taylor. And that's the answer to every single question, whether it's related to social justice, related to sports or anything like that. Um, I know the NBA was huge on a. Um, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Um The NBA was big on if they were going to restart the season, there still needed to be a focus on social justice. They didn't want this to lose any sort of momentum. So I do applaud the players for, you know, making those demands and making sure that the NBA would follow suit on some things and allow them the platform to keep this, keep the momentum going, especially if they're, you know, in a bubble and can't really be out in the streets like they usually would be. Um, So kudos to the NBA again for that. Um, the NFL hasn't unveiled too much. I know that they were talking about putting um, like, think like Black Lives Matter and some messages on the back of helmets and stuff like that. Uh, but the NFL is kind of not really talked about too much right now. Um, what I do want to talk about is the backlash. Uh, the backlash has been heavy. Like I said, a lot of people, um, you know, I've tried not to look at the comments and stuff like that under, you know, ESPN's pages, under SportsCenter, Uh, bleacher report and things like that. But the reactions have been very, very negative from coming from many people, uh, which has been surprising. Um, You guys comment below. Let me know Have you guys been seeing anything. What do you guys think about these issues as well? Um, I'd love to kind of introduce those and we can talk about those points as well. So if you guys have things that you want to bring up, um, just comment them below and uh, we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and talk about those. Uh, But going back to the to the fan feedback, it's been it's been crazy. It's to the point where now, even if, you know, a post is not even about um, any sort of social justice issue, you have people that are constantly commenting on there. Well, you don't kneel for you kneel for the anthem, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm a Denver Broncos fan. So they're posting a lot of kind of promotional pictures right now for the rookies. And um, even then, the first comment below is sorry, I'm not going to watch you guys. You know, you're you guys are kneeling for the anthem, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you guys are supporting this terrorist organization. You know, all this, all this kind of crazy stuff. Um, to those fans, quit talking about not watching. Just leave the page. Honestly, leave the page. Don't, don't participate anymore. If you're going to leave, then then leave. Uh, that's completely fine. Um, it, it's just, it's just a crazy, a crazy situation going on right now. Um, shout out to Ronnie. Uh, what's up, brother-in-law? Uh, he said these comments show. Uh, show a lot of light on how many races there are. Yeah, uh, 100%. Um, it's been insane just to see all kinds of people from all kinds of backgrounds. You know, it's, it's not just old people. It's, you know, people my age as well um, that are just so, they have so much hate in their heart. And it's just a crazy, a crazy thing to see that, um, you know, it's a social issue. It's a It's a human rights issue. And a lot of people, I don't, I can't even fathom how, how there even is a second side to the argument, ultimately. Uh, You're talking about, you know, people being treated equally. That's ultimately all that it comes down to. I don't see how you can disagree with something upon that uh, unless you're in support of, you know, that inequality. Um, These issues have been going on for, since the beginning of time, since we were brought back over here in the 1400s. it's, It's been that situation. So the fact that people are, you know, on another side of an argument with it is, just very disappointing, and it shows, yes, we've come far as a nation, but we do have, you know, so much farther to, to go to, to make this whole situation right. Um, yeah, so uh, we got Selena. Selena said, I feel like putting sayings on fields and uniforms is the bare minimum of what leagues should be doing, so I definitely see you on that. Uh, donations and pushing for changes in the cities of the teams goes farther. I do agree with that, and to actually piggyback off of that, the NBA, I believe the news broke a little earlier this afternoon, The NBA has actually agreed to push, I believe it was $300 million, so $30 million over the next 10 years uh, towards, you know, basically uh, social social justice issues. And I think it was economic equality is kind of what they were pushing it under. So I do appreciate that, you know, the league didn't have to do that. The league could have leaned on their actions of being supportive for the players so far and said, hey, great, we're doing what we need to do. Um, But they actually did go a step further and actually put their money where their mouths are. Uh, we're talking about multi-billion dollar corporations. Um, you know, it is the least that they can do is contribute back to the communities that these players are coming from. Uh, not everyone gets to take those routes and, you know, make it to the big leagues like everyone else does. You have a lot of people that get, you know, stuck in their socioeconomic situations or, you know, they're a superstar athlete in high school, but given the circumstances, um, you know what, who knows, maybe they're selling drugs on the side just to survive, you know, for their family. And things like that. So there are a lot of issues that come up, um, and I'm glad to see, especially the NBA out of all the leagues, is is taking that main step forward, and uh, you know, being that change and not just saying the the world needs to change. Uh, you have to be able to actually start to take those steps and move forward. So again, shout out to the shout out to the NBA, um, shout out to the people that are saying you're not going to watch these leagues and stuff anymore. Don't watch. That's fine. If you've been watching the NBA, it's been a it's been a heck of a restart so far. It's been a lot of fun uh, to see. And you know what? You're ultimately missing out. Um, it's unfortunate that people, especially for kind of these pre-game things, you're not talking about actually doing things that are going to impact the game itself. It's not like, you know, they're telling everyone, OK, when you go to the free throw line, we're going to chant Black Lives Matter and all this stuff or we're gonna, you know, add this much more time to the clock so we can, you know, do a parade or something like that. We're not talking about anything silly. You're talking about stuff that literally happens before the game. The game is the same as you always know it to be. And the fact that you're letting this one thing bother you so much is just disappointing. Um, but we've, kind of, for lack of a better phrase, we've lived in a bubble for so long. Well, maybe not those that have been impacted by, you know, social injustice. But we've allowed many people to live in a bubble for so long um, that now I like where it's going because these issues have always been going on. It's not like any of this content is actually new, but now you can't avoid the conversation anymore. And I think that's part of the issue that a lot of fans are having that are against it is because they were always able to go to sports as an escape. There was always a way to be able to escape you know, the issues that are plaguing our nation and you know, sports is always that outlet to us to be that escape. And it's not anymore, Um, which is good because you know what, this is all real life. And just like these players, yes, they're here for your entertainment, but this is real life to them as well. They have people, you know, back in their communities that are going through these things and that haven't been able to work their way up, you know, in life because of social injustice, because of socioeconomic, uh, you know, discrimination and things like that, workplace discrimination, all kinds of issues. So, It is good to see, you know, those those things start to, you know, be forced, I guess, in people's faces. And you know what? Either address it, and by not addressing it, you're ultimately just kind of letting your true colors show. Um, Ronnie said, "NBA is the front runner for social change in sports." Definitely, definitely. And I think part of it is because um, you have these big names. When we have, you know, obviously LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. You have these guys who we know their faces. You get to see their faces. It's not like an NFL player where, you know, if you're not a, if you're a casual fan, may not even recognize them on the street. But everyone's going to recognize who LeBron James is. Everyone knows who he is. So I do think that kind of being more visible has helped the NBA do that. But then especially their commissioner, Adam Silver, has been just phenomenal. He listens to the players. Uh, he acknowledges and respects them. It's not a matter of, you know, us against them. Um, and that's also trickled into, you know, their, their bargaining with their unit, with their union as well, the NBA Players Association. Uh, they work hand in hand on, you know, promoting a lot of things and ultimately, you know, creating a better environment. And, you know, we're not just doing things because that's tradition, because that's how it's always been done. You know, what's the benefit? What can we do to make our league better? What can we do to bring more fans? And what can we do to promote change in our communities? And uh, yeah, the NBA is for sure, you know, lead, leading that charge. So I I can't I can't thank the NBA enough. I can't shout out the NBA enough. Um, ju- I just thank them for everything that they're doing, um, and they've kind of been the front runner. the The crazy thing is, is that this whole situation, when you're talking about you know kneeling and you know speaking for social injustice, uh, putting your money where your mouth is, and things like that, <clears throat> you know we we owe a big apology to Colin Kaepernick. We we really do. We really do. The fact that he Basically put the entire movement on his shoulders, and he didn't know what the outcome was going to be. He didn't know if he was going to end up being out of the league permanently. You Don't know what that result's going to be, yet he did it anyway because he just felt in his heart it was the right thing to do. And we vilified him. I mean, people from all backgrounds, it wasn't an issue of just, you know, white versus black or, you know, veteran versus civilian or anything like that the a large majority of people you know completely turned on cap and i think even the people that understood where cap was coming from or maybe even agreed with him a lot of them kind of turned a blind eye or they didn't want to kneel with him they didn't want to actually speak up and support him because they didn't want to risk their you know earnings everyone kind of knew that there was a potential that you know you could get blacklisted from the league and some players unfortunately i think picked that over you know just doing the right thing so ultimately, you know, we kind of allowed Cap to just be vilified and, you know, take this whole thing on by himself and suffer the consequences by himself. Um, Sure, there were some shortcomings that, you know, personally, things that I didn't agree with that he was doing, uh, you know, wearing like the pig socks and things like that, um, you know, could be a little counterproductive, uh, even if that is, you know, how many people feel, especially within our communities. Um, I don't think that was the right thing to do. But still, nonetheless, his heart was in the right place. He put, you know, a lot of time, a lot of money into these efforts as well. And uh, it's unfortunate because now, you know, kneeling during the National Anthem is not quite as taboo. It's actually, you know, weirder when a player doesn't kneel for the National Anthem. Now you're getting questions about why you're not kneeling as opposed to getting questions why you kneel. So it is is a pretty dynamic change. Uh, Obviously, the world has changed a lot and a lot of eyes have been opened up over the past you know, four years since uh, Kaepernick took a knee in 2016. Um, But it is just unfortunate that ultimately he did sacrifice his career for it. Um, And if he didn't sacrifice his career, if he ends up back in the league at some point, that's great. Um, But at the bare minimum, he sacrificed, you know, his athletic prime, you know, for something that he believed in. And we we didn't accept him. We didn't embrace him the way that we should have. Um, So it is unfortunate. But I am glad to see that something did come out of it. Had he not taken that knee in 2016, I don't think we're doing the exact same things that we are today. Um, he was that lightning rod for discussion, that lightning rod for change. Uh, for many people, it just took them, you know, four years to kind of hop on board. So, um, shout out to Colin Kaepernick. Uh, thank you for everything that you've done. Um, you know, this this wouldn't be this wouldn't be what it is without you. Um, yeah. So I mean, I just wanted to kind of talk to you guys a little bit about you know, my my feelings on activism, I think that it is necessary in sports. Um, I think we we need to get a way of trying to escape things and be able to actually address things. Um, So I think that these leagues actually talking about these issues is positive, can do positive moving forward. And you know what, those people that aren't in support of it, and you know, want to keep things as the status quo and, you know, keep people oppressed, they're just showing their true colors right now, is ultimately what it comes down to. And you know what, I'm not, As much as I, you know, want to judge them for that and, you know, things like that, ultimately it's going to be, it's going to be up to, you know, them and God, you know, God will, God will address that with them and they're going to have to suffer, you know, the consequences of that moving forward. So, yeah, ultimately that's all that I got for you guys, but uh, thank you guys for tuning in so much. I appreciate you guys deeply. Um, Make sure to stay tuned. I got some episodes coming up, probably be dropping one, maybe not this Friday, but hopefully the following Friday. Of get back in rotation. I took an episode off just to focus on some other things at the time and, and get away. Uh, but I'm back now. Um, let me know what topics you guys want to discuss. Let me know who you guys want to see on the podcast as well. A lot of local people I haven't reached out to yet. So uh, let me know who you guys, guys want to get on the episode and uh, I will reach out to them and try to make that happen. All right, guys. Till next time. Peace.